This will be the dissertation of Laura uh, to get her doctorate. We'll see how it goes. Should go well because she is the expert. Uh, can you all hear me? Great. All right. Well, Maria, it should not be any surprise to you that the committee is determined that yes, this is a dissertation that's ready for defense. And we're really excited to hear about what you have to say and to talk about the work. Okay. So without further ado, I'm going to turn this over to you um, to give us your, again, brief uh, overview, 30,000 feet, what you've learned, what you think it shows us, and over to you. Okay. Um, okay, again, Marie, you know, I'm Marie Ingram. We're here to talk about my dissertation, Fairness and Dispute, Understanding the Principles of Equity, Equality, and Reciprocity in Federal Procurement Contracting. Um, in this dissertation, I explored what fairness means as a value within public administration and within the federal procurement system. I used a novel data set that I created from public documentary sources related to contract disputes that analyze how um, contracting officers, who I consider street-level administrators, um, practice fairness within a very complicated operational context. Um, and they do that um, for a very complex array of stakeholders. I, um, the word fair is used to describe how both bureaucratic processes as well as the outcomes of those pro that those processes are supposed to achieve. Um, in theory, fairness is nuanced. It's multidimensional, uh, perceived by individuals and groups based on their treatment. Um, in practice, fairness is a matter of perception and it often represents subjective, deeply felt experiences. Uh, and what I wanted to do primarily with this dissertation is see if I could look at the data, if I could look at the, the primary sources and use, find a way to assess fairness, a, a, you know, a very a little bit fuzzy normative concept, you know, if I could subject it to empirical scrutiny using primary sources and what I knew from that as a former practitioner. Um, and why fairness? Fairness in American federal procurement contracting, it's, it's not just about ethics, it's also about professional competence. It's a legislative uh, normative cornerstone of the system, uh, along with uh, openness, integrity, and, and fairness is, is one of those fuzzy, uh, fuzzy concepts that's it, it's integral to, integral to um, operational competence within the system. Uh, the federal acquisition regulation, um, it requires, again, it requires procurement officials to act fairly when they enter the commercial marketplace, but it doesn't really specify what that means. Uh, that's something that you learn through uh, education and experience. Uh, professional standards, uh, they aim to ensure impartial treatment of bidders, and they champion primarily competitive practices. Uh, and the emphasis there is on uniformity and equal treatment for all. One of the things I look at in this dissertation is that really what's in the best interest of the government. Uh, the reality on the ground is very complex and what fairness means to contractors and to public administrators working in this field, I, I think it really, it really is right for scrutiny, but it's very hard to access. Uh, the only real project, and this is something Dr. Jensen and I discussed really early in the process, the only real scholarly work that I know of that gets deep into the subject is complex contracting uh, by, by bands like the Troika, as we've come to call them. 
events like Petoskey and Brown, um, you know, in one case study of a very complex procurement. And there's, there's a lot, when I had first originally looked at that project, I remember thinking, well, it's very interesting what they say, but it doesn't really understand a lot of the constraints with federal procurement. And after, you know, com completing this dissertation, which in large degree is a response to their work, I have a, I have a different take on their work, but, uh, and I think that what I've done complements and expands on the work that they've done. It doesn't really contradict it, but it has, you know, there are nuances there, which I, I, um, I'll talk about here in a little while. Um, and the gaps, again, the gaps to me is there's not really, you know, I'm interested in behavioral uh, procurement, behavioral administration, and it's so hard to access these contracts because they are little tiny worlds. Um, you know, one of, one of the important concepts related to contracting is privity. You know, there, there's, a, there's a certain degree of privacy that, get, that, that exists within the contracting relationship, um, which conflicts with the, the public nature of what we do. Um, so the purpose of this research and the, my analysis was to evaluate how information I could draw from primary sources, um, very concrete evidence, um, how I could use that to explore what the, what the procurement system, what fairness means in that system, uh, in practice and in performance, um, you know, not just legislatively um, or by executive prescription. So um, I, in, in the course of, of looking into the meaning of fairness of federal procurement, which as you know, for four years ago when I did my prospectus, that's what I was looking into. Um, I, I came to think of fairness in three, three aspects primarily, and that's as a result of the looking into the, the ethical literature and also, you know, thinking operationally about how procurement works. And what I, what I came to uh, talk about in my dissertation is that fairness exists in procurement in three aspects, uh, equality, equity, and reciprocity. Equity, uh, I consider its uniformity or sameness of treatment. Um, and it, it, it exists without a consideration of background fairness. It's, it's sort of John Rawls, it's not sort of, it's John Rawls' um, fairness with the veil of ignorance. Um, uh, yeah, veil of, of it, yeah. I think I might have gotten that wrong, but anyway, I'm moving on. Um, and for equity, equity is the exact opposite. Equity is proportional parity of opportunities and outcomes. Uh, equity is based on the consideration of background fairness, so it's, it's more in line with the... Uh, the difference principle, um, you know, and how to how to maximize um, maximize maximize fairness in terms of how how um, benefits or public the the public uh, tender is is spread um, among the population. Reciprocity reciprocity is is a different kind of fairness, and um, the first two equity and equality you can really think about in terms of justice. Um, reciprocity is more, it, it's very related specifically to contracts and it's very personal. It to me is the, the linchpin of what makes um, fairness an important principle in contracting as opposed to justice. Not that justice isn't important, but when you're looking at contracting, reciprocity is really where fairness is at because it is personal um, and the people know each other. You know, it, it's, a, it's, it's a very, um, you, you can't be ignorant of who you're dealing with. <laughs> um, and it, it's uh, grounded in, you know, Rawls, Rawls has a special, not, not justice as fairness, but he, he talks specifically about a type of fairness, which is promises must be kept. 
It's a very, very old Roman concept, but it, the idea is you, you, you know, together two individuals make decision and you, fairness is, is green to what you promise to do. Okay, so in theoretically, I looked at this primarily from the um, standpoint of street level bureaucracy. That seemed, I looked at several different, um, several different lenses, and particularly in organizational theory, especially early on, you know, there were a couple of different um, areas which I thought would be apt here. But for me, looking, contracting, as a former contracting officer, street level bureaucracy was the theoretical framework work that worked best. Um, and Dr. Holton, your question is me, you mentioned, um, uh, <laughs> I'm going to get them wrong, Moody and Mushino, um, the, the, the three M's, even though it's two people, three M's. Um, they talk about the, the different agencies, you know, the state agent, the citizen agent, and as you brought up, the knowledge agent, which I didn't really discuss here, but the, the, the idea of looking at how do contracting officers function within an organization, what is, that to me appeared to be the best way to look at this. Street-level bureaucracy just, it, it makes sense because um, I, in my experience, it's so clear policy is made on the ground. You have policy at higher levels, but how people interpret it, just, just like with law enforcement and teachers and any other field, what happens in implementation is really important. So um, after, you know, my original idea with the prospectus was to do interviews because I had a real difficulty thinking about how to actually get to the, the, the insight into those decisions. Um, into um, the, the whole contract, what happens in, in those relationships. What I found, it was kind of a happy accident with COVID. Um, COVID kept me from doing the interviews at the time, but I discovered the dispute decisions. Um, contract, the Contract Disputes Act specifically talk, it, it addresses problems that happen with contracts. And in my formulation, you know, specifically, it all relates to fairness. When a contractor when they're upset with how they're treated, they file a dispute with uh, one of the boards. Um, and it, it's kind of a complicated setup. I can talk about that more if, if I need to. Um, I'm sure I might. But, you know, there are basically three settings where contractors can challenge the fairness of how they're treated. Um, and I look specifically at beginning in 2007, there, the, the boards have been around for a long time. And there's a complicated history behind how they came into being. But uh, the so after the Contract Disputes Act in 1978, and then in 2007, there was a new charter. The boards were kind of reset. Everything started to be put online. Um, There's kind of a happy, happy, you know, nexus of of primary sources that that could could be um, accessed. Um, FPDS reports, Federal Procurement Data System reports uh, for individual contracts. That really was started about 2000. Anyway, uh, there, there, there are several primary sources that I could look at to sort of triangulate um, the view of these contracts, which would, you know, enrich, it, it really, I think, enriched, um, can help us understand what happens in them and contextualize it. And it just makes it very full, which, you know, I, when, I, when I was thinking about doing interviews, it's like, so how am I going to get to this? And what I ended up finding is there's so much. Um, the dispute decisions just, they, they're, they're an incredible wealth of information, um, and I get really excited when I start talking about them. And one of the things I think is interesting, too, is um, the disputes get into talking about contract failures. You know, and how much, how much do we learn in public administration from failure? Uh, you know, like one of the most important um, examples I can think of is the, the Challenger. You know, what happened with Challenger and the contract situation there and... 
you know, the issues of accountability and the dynamics between people and how that ended up just going so wrong. Um, and that happens a lot more than, you know, I think people are really aware of, but failures are very interesting. Disputes are failures, essentially. That, and that's based on, um, you know, an understanding of contract law where in, in specifically relational contracting theory, and I don't want to get into all that, but there's, there's a very specific type of contract law theory that um, views the relationship. If you end up in court, um, you have, your contract has failed. The spirit of contract has failed. The whole point of the contracting process is to never get to that point. But it's so for me, it was really interesting to look at, well, what happens? What, what behind this? What, what's behind this? Now, my research design is it's mixed method, um, multi-dimensional. Multi one of the aspects, one of the reasons for that is because I'm so, I've been so worried about my own biases. I had such very strong experiences as a practitioner um, and they inevitably, you know, I'm, I'm, they're going to color what, what I come up with. So I've been very concerned about how do I validate my findings. Um, and it's possible. Well, anyway, I did that probably to an extreme, but, um, so I use three different types of analysis to, to look at the material, um, to try and, you know, address my own positionality and, um, just to see also what I could glean from the material. Um, so I used a, a case study uh, methodology, what I call an instrumental case study, where it's it's not so much about, even though it is to some extent about the, the Armed Services Board of Contract Appeals, um, it, it really is about fairness in this environment. Um, so the instrument is the contract, it's about fairness, um, it, but I, that's the overarching question for me. It's not just about how this, this, um, this one case works and, and my intention hopefully would be to look at the other, you know, look at civilian contracting and, and look at the other form, which is the, the, um, the federal circuit, you know, which is an entirely different type of, uh, adjudicative procedure. So I, I looked at, I used a case study to try and understand what do I have here? So I started with the, uh, the new charter 2007 and, um, initially I looked at all of the boards. I looked at the, the board, the civilian board of contract appeals, the armed services board of contract appeals and the federal court of contract claims. And I've got all that textual information. It just got to be way too much. Uh, I think and it ended up being like 50,000 pages and just crazy. So what I decided to do was um, focus on the Armed Services Board of Contract Appeals decisions, primarily for a very simple reason. They included the contract number in the header. So I was able to use that contract number to access uh, the Federal Procurement Data System reports, which gave me a whole slew of information about each contract, which I was able then to 